Hey everyone, welcome back to another recap podcast from SNX Weave, where we give quick weekly recaps of news and important updates from the previous week from the Spartan Council and core contributors, as well as discuss what the Grants Council and Ambassadors are up to, so let's get started. First up, let's talk nomenclature, specifically for V3 synths. SIP 323 to adopt the S prefix for Synthetics V3 asset tickers has already been voted on and approved, but some concerns were raised at last week's meeting regarding any notification to other protocols that may be required to ensure a smooth transition. The main priority now is getting the base deployment rolled out for the Perps V3 testnet competition, including the required ERC 7412 implementation for integrators. And speaking of ERC 7412, NOAA provided an overview for the Spartan Council last week. Basically, a standardized pattern for retrieving Oracle data that can be used throughout the protocol is needed for pulling price data on-chain. R&D is in progress for the use of this functionality with cross-chain synthesis as well. The ERC allows a standardized error message to be generated and used by any application if data is attempting to be read for a specific contract and is not returning a value. The error message can then be used to automatically create a multi-call that provides the Oracle data and verifies it. From an end-user UX perspective, this is still accomplished within a familiar transaction interface. One of the biggest challenges was reliably generating the multi-call, but the CCs think they've developed a good solution for this. Practically speaking, this will allow all Synthetics products to be deployed without any dependencies on push oracles. But speaking of the testnet competition, the launch date was announced yesterday. It will start on October 2nd on base testnet and the winners will be selected based on their trading performance with the highest returns taking the largest rewards. First place will receive $5,000 in SNX plus five Quenta tokens. Second place will receive $2,500 in SNX plus four Quenta tokens. Third place will receive $1,000 in SNX and three Quenta tokens. Fourth place, $500 in SNX and two Quenta tokens. 5th place, $500 in SNX and 1 Quenta token, and 6th through 10th place will receive $500 in SNX. So be sure to check out the blog post about the trading competition to read more details and learn how to participate. In other discussion, Bert brought up the fact that some integrators have expressed interest in meeting with the Spartan Council to discuss fee sharing, both with partners and base LPs. The major point they would like to discuss is how fees will be allocated in an environment with a new collateral type, ETH, being siloed exclusively on base. This potentially has a material impact on how liquidity will be allocated across deployments, and there would need to be sufficient incentive to attract ETH LPs. Fief explained that this will likely be an iterative process, and the CCs and Spartan Council should expect to have to monitor the cost-benefit of these programs and adjust accordingly. Base is the perfect test case for this, as any value generated there would be net positive for the protocol and not detract at all from current SNX LPs. ETH as collateral on base is also far more preferable to fragmenting current SNX liquidity across deployments. Next up, there were a few SIP presentations last week, so let's briefly review them. The first was SIP 340, to add a trusted multi-call forwarder. This SIP would be the multi-call solution that we previously mentioned in the ERC 7412 overview and would therefore be a prerequisite for its implementation. 
There's currently an EIP in review that would allow users to convert their externally owned accounts, EOAs, into smart contract wallets capable of executing multi-calls. This requires manual input from users, however, so this tip provides a workaround for EOA compatibility in the meantime. There's an existing ERC standard that requires a protocol change to support trusted multi-callers. This SIP proposes adding support for the standard for gasless transactions and adding multi-call functionality to that as the most efficient way to accomplish both objectives. Noah explained that the benefit here is being able to provide the option for gasless transactions for those who want it, while also being able to deploy the system to use any price feeds available and eventually implement cross-chain pool synthesis with the same pattern. The next presentation was SCCP-307 to create a pool and registered market for Thales. This SCCP was presented by CyberDuck and would create a Thales pool and market on Synthetics v3, enabling SNX LPs to gain exposure to overtime AMMs and their respective yields. Users would delegate SNX, an SUSD would be minted and sent to the AMMs to back trading activity, and yield or loss would be distributed back to LPs. There will be a minimum delegation time of two weeks to avoid front-running, and there will be an automated keeper rebalancing the accounting after every week-long epic. There will also be a minimum credit parameter which would cap total withdrawals and maintain a base level of liquidity provided to the Thales AMMs. Prior to permissionless pool creation, all new pools require SCCP approval by the Spartan Council. This presentation served as a way to get initial feedback before Thales begins work on implementation. The last presentation was SIP 2034 to deprecate the PDAO and introduce the Risk Council. Presented by Kane, this SIP proposes to deprecate the current PDAO and replace it with a more transparent and accountable governing body, the Risk Council. As it currently stands, the PDAO, an unelected body, maintains full control over protocol upgrades. The motivation behind this SIP is to bring control of that body back to the community. This new, elected body would control protocol releases and ensure deployed contracts are not malicious or broken. There are still some technical details that need to be worked out in terms of how this is achieved, including possible veto and override powers. Some concerns were brought up around the technical competency required for this role, as well as the possibility that this adds a governance body that's in direct competition with the Spartan Council. Kane highlighted that we already have a competing body that's not directly accountable to the community, an issue this SIP aims to resolve. And CyberDuck suggested adding a community vote backstop as a layer of security if the Spartan Council believes the Risk Council is not acting in the interest of the community. Kane said the existing emergency election mechanisms allow for resolution of these issues by getting community governance input without a direct token holder vote. The mandate for the Risk Council would be strictly technical and risk assessment focused, and would not include voting on protocol changes, but rather whether those changes are technically and financially sound and ready for deployment. There was also some agreement that there would have to be some dissolution mechanism, controlled by the Spartan Council, if the Risk Council is not doing their job adequately. This is a meta-governance SIP and is still a work in progress. Next up, in Grants Council updates, the team has been working to help with the Perps v3 testnet competition and will be providing exclusive NFTs to winners. And speaking of NFTs, Jacob is working on the website for the Grants Council to help get the app hosted soon. 
While CT picks the NFTs for the trading competition winners, Sunny has been assigned to run a test for a rebalance scenario for overtime markets, and Alex is looking into getting APIs from centralized exchanges. In addition to their individual tasks, the team also discussed a large grant request that they received and ultimately voted against, with four out of five no votes. Doug will be providing a write-up for this soon. Next, for the Watcher page, the ENS has been integrated and the council is now working on adding the perps landing page and the V3 stats page. They're currently still looking for a front-end developer for this. The team is also getting really close to finishing the governance guide doc. And that's it for today's updates. Be sure to check out our weekly recap blog post, share this podcast link, and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear more about from SNX Weave. Thanks for listening.